So how do I know if I have what it takes to be a great leader? How do I know if the people on my team are the right people? How do I know if they can lead the way that I need them to to move forward? And what about the people that I hire? How do I know which candidate is the best candidate? In today's episode, we're going to talk about what a next level leader looks like. And we're going to talk about the shape of a leader, how you can grow into a next level leader and how you can take other people with you as you grow. Welcome to the Next Level Leader Podcast, where I want to help you escape average and lead at the next level. There's more in you, and it's time that you learn to lead at your full potential. So join me on this next level journey as we learn to escape average one day at a time. It's time to grow to the next level. The world is waiting. Hey guys, I'm Jeff Cochran. Welcome to the Next Level Leader Podcast, Episode 2. Today, we're going to be talking about the shape of a leader. Because spotting leaders is a really a tough job. It's hard to spot a good leader. There's a lot of people who can talk a good talk, but when it comes down to it, when push comes to shove, can they produce? So how can you spot a real next level leader and know they're the real deal? How can you yourself grow to the next level and continue to develop into the leader that you know you can be, the leader that you know you should be? All of those questions become much easier to answer once you know the shape of a leader. Once you know the traits that all next level leaders have in common that separate them from average. So if you're ready to escape average and grow to the next level, let's dive into the shape of a leader. So Jeff, what do you mean by the shape of a leader? Man, I'm so glad that you asked that. That is a great question. And the shape of leader actually comes from, that word picture comes from a question that I had a friend ask me not too long ago. And he asked this, he said, hey, every time you see a t-shirt, you know it's a t-shirt. There are t-shirts that come in every different color imaginable. T-shirts come in all different colors. They come in all different sizes. They come in a ton of different styles. Yet at the end of the day, no matter what kind of t-shirt it is, when you look at it, you know it's a t-shirt. And he said, so how do we apply that to leadership? How do we know what the shape of a leader is? Leaders are going to look different. They're going to feel different. But how do we know if they've got what it takes to lead at the next level? So I took some time and I thought about it and I processed it and I came back and I sent him this. I said, I believe that the shape of a leader is a triangle. The shape of a leader is a triangle. So let me show you what I mean. If you want to know how to spot a next level leader, you've got to know the traits that they all have in common. So the shape of leader is a triangle because as you can see on your screen, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're checking out the show notes, and I'm going to post those on jeffcochran.online, jeffcochran.online for the show notes. But if you're looking at the picture that I posted, it's the triangle, the shape of a leader. It shows that there are three main traits that all next level leaders have in common. And I, guys, I've never seen this wrong. I've never seen this turn out to be wrong. I've seen it to be right over and over and over again. Every next level leader shares these three things, these three overarching things in common. And if they're missing one, I'm telling you what, they're not next level. If they're missing one, those are leaders who are going to be average at best. And many times they're actually going to be below average. They're not going to be able to get where you want to go without at least developing that. So you need to know where they stand and where they can develop. But these three pieces of leadership are non-negotiables 
for next level leaders. They're non-negotiables if you want to surround yourself with leaders who have the potential to take you to the next level. And guys, here's the big deal beyond. If you're looking for leaders who are not only next level now, but have the potential to go beyond that into that elite leadership status, they have to have these three things. They have to be a leader who possesses these three things. So if the shape of a leader is a triangle, what are the three sides to the triangle? Well, the first one, if you look at the bottom, you look at the base of this triangle, it's an inner drive. Every next level leader has to have a strong inner drive inside their gut. They are driven to succeed. They're driven to make an impact in the world. They're driven to do something. They're driven to produce. So inner drive's the base. If you look on the left side of the triangle, you'll actually see that it's outward focus. Every next level leader has an inner drive, but they also have an outward focus. Outward focus is about seeing people. Outward focus is about being focused not just on what you can accomplish, not just the task or the goal at hand, but on the people who are gonna help you reach that goal. And more than that, it's a focus on the people the goal is for. How is the goal that you're actually going after serving the people around you? Because if you're going after a goal that's not serving people, I'm not sure it's a goal that you should be leading toward. So the base is inner drive, the left side of the triangle is the outward focus, and the right side of the triangle you'll see is disciplined determination. Disciplined determination is just that. It's discipline and determination to do the hard things, the little things that separate great organizations from average organizations. The little things that separate great leaders from average leaders. So we're gonna break each one of these down, inner drive, outward focus, discipline, determination, but these are the three sides of the leadership triangle. They're the three sides of the next level leadership triangle. And if you're missing one of these, if you're missing one of these sides, you're not a next level leader. You may be stuck in average, but if you develop the side that's missing, you can go to the next level. If you have someone who's working with you, for you, on your team, and they're missing one of these sides, don't give up on them yet. You can develop this, and if you can help them develop that side, they can grow to the next level and beyond. Let's be the type of leaders who help people put together the full triangle of leadership. All right, so let's break down the traits of the shape of a leader. What are those three sides of the triangle? We're gonna start with inner drive. So let's break it down. A leader who is strong in inner drive, they're gonna be what I would call um, a bulldozer or a pusher by themselves, but much more if they're balanced with uh, the other sides. A person with inner drive, they have that trait that is inside every great leader, that trait that's right there, that, that passion in your gut that drive in your gut that, that makes you really believe that you have to, that you are compelled to make a difference and an impact in the world. These are leaders who are driven from go. They're always ready to go. They're always full of energy, and that energy is contagious to the team around them. These are leaders who you never have to tell to speed up, but you may have to tell them to slow down. You may have to tell them to stop. Um, these are leaders who are going to have faith over fear. A leader who is strong in inner drive, they are going to lead with faith over fear. They have a high belief in themselves. They have a high belief in their teammates. And they really do believe that they can take on a challenge that was impossible yesterday, today. They believe there's nothing they can't accomplish. And they're willing, because of that faith over fear attitude, to take on any challenge at a moment's notice. And they won't have any hesitation about it because they have that strong inner drive. 
Um, these are high belief people who will not only take on a good challenge, but they will take on the world for what they believe in. Uh, these leaders with inner drive, if they believe in something, you can't talk them down from it. If they believe in something that is a core value to them, there's no way they're going to back down because they are driven to fight for what they believe in. Leaders who are strong in inner drive, they make great entrepreneurs, they make great project leads, they make great team leads, and they make great managers of startup situations. Whether it's a brand new startup company or it's a church plant, leaders who are strong in inner drive, they love to start. They love to be a part of projects where people need that energy and need to feed off of them. So you want to bring them into startup situations. You want to bring them into turnaround situations. You want to bring them into teams that need a high dose or a high jolt of that energy. And when they're healthy and balanced, when leaders who are strong in inner drive are healthy and balanced, they can galvanize a team to do what seemed impossible just yesterday to make it a reality today. They can really bring a team together around a common vision, and they're just gonna get things done that really at a faster pace than you ever thought was possible because that drive is so strong in them. These are the leaders that you want on your team in times of crisis and chaos. If there's crisis or there's chaos, you want leaders who are strong in inner drive. And right now, at the time of this recording, um, we're all walking through worldwide the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. This has been a time of crisis in leadership. This has been a time where it, it, there's been a lot of chaos. Leaders with inner drive are the ones who are making things go right now. Leaders who are high in inner drive, they didn't actually step back and shrink back when, when things started going wrong. Those are the leaders on your team who stepped up and said, I was made for this. Now, they're also the leaders that as things get more and more back to normal, that's when they'll struggle the most because they love the novelty and the challenge of the crisis and the chaos and having to create something new out of nothing. So if you have a time of crisis or chaos, these are the leaders that you want on your team. It's important with each one of these types of leaders to understand how to speak their language. And a leader who is strong in inner drive in this base section, you are going to speak their language by speaking words like, hey, won't it be hard? I'm not sure if we can do this. Things like that, phrases like that are going to make them perk up. They're going to make them get excited. But if, if you want to turn off a leader with inner drive, you want to turn off that passion, you want to turn off that buy-in, if you want to disengage a leader on your team with inner drive, try saying things like this. Hey, why don't you slow down just a little bit? Why don't you pace yourself? And even if they need to hear those, those are like a foreign language to them. They don't understand because they rise to a challenge, but slowing down can be extremely hard for that leader who is highly driven with inner drive. So phrases like let's get going and won't it be hard are actually their love language. And if you're talking about how to overall describe a leader who is high in inner drive, you're going to be able to say things like, hey, they are audacious, they're hungry, they're self-starters. Those are the kinds of things that you would say to describe a leader on your team or maybe yourself if you're that leader who's high in inner drive, the base of the shape of a leader. You see, this one resonates with me a lot because naturally, I'm a driven leader. Each one of us has one of the sides of this triangle that naturally we're stronger in than others. And if you wanna to grow to the next level, the key is actually to bring into balance the sides that aren't as strong naturally to you. And for me, that natural strength was inner drive. I've always been a driven leader. 
And uh, a few years ago, I actually got a chance to talk to a psychologist who deals heavily with high-impact leaders, with successful leaders. And as we were breaking down my leadership, she said this. It was a sober, sober warning. She said, Jeff, you're going to reach the top of the mountain. There's no question about that. The type of leader you are, you're driven enough, you're talented enough, you will reach the top of the mountain, you will reach your goals. But she said this, just make sure that you don't reach the top of the mountain and find out you're alone, that you reach the top of the mountain by yourself. She said, Jeff, nothing would be worse for you than to get to the top of the mountain, to turn around to celebrate with someone and realize that no one's there. But as you look over the side of the mountain, you see a trail of bloody and beaten bodies that you left behind to reach the goal. So she said, sometimes you're going to have to step away from that drive and you're going to have to step into going slower for other people, grabbing their hand and helping them along because you don't want to just reach the top of the mountain. You want to take other people there with you. And that's the thing. If you have a driven leader that you're leading, if they're out of balance, sometimes you may have to say, people come before the goal. People come before the task, and you may need to challenge them because they love a good challenge to reach out a hand, to grab someone behind them, and pull them up with them. So the driven leader, the leader strong in inner drive, is what I would call when they're out of balance, the bulldozer or the pusher, because they can really push, they can kind of run over people. But in balance, it's a leader that you desperately want on your team and that you need on your team. The second side of the triangle is outward focus. And a leader who is strong and outward focused, I would call them the likable leader. Whether they're in balance or out of balance, they are likable. Everybody loves to be around a leader who is strong and outward focused. Um, the outward focus side, that's all those traits that really lean on empathy and seeing other people and helping other people along. These are the leaders who are going to make sure they don't go up the mountain until they have everybody together with them. These are leaders you just love to be around. They make you think bigger. They make you believe bigger and believe better about yourself and other people around you. These leaders are incredible. They're highly popular. They always have a crowd around them and they always are making people smile. They're telling stories. These are people, if you're looking for a leader who is strong and outward focused, just look for who all the other people on your team are around in the breaks. Who are all the people in your team drawn to? Because these type of leaders, strong and outward focused, they are magnetic leaders. These leaders are popular because they help the people around them look further when they're around them than they could without them. Leaders who are strong and outward focused are not as concerned about themselves as they are with the other people who are around them. They care deeply about the success of the team members who are around them. These leaders can calm down a chaotic room in two seconds flat. There's something calming about their presence. And these are people who you also want on your team in a time of crisis. In a time of crisis and chaos, they're not going to move the ball forward as much, but they're going to help other people calm down, think clearly, and move the ball on the team. So they're going to energize other people simply by being there and being concerned about what they're going through. If you have a tough conversation, a critical conversation that has to be had, whether you need to discipline someone or if they don't turn around their performance, maybe you have to let them go. Hard conversations. These are the leaders that you want having those conversations. And these are the leaders you want to bring alongside of yourself 
when you're having those conversations. These are leaders that you want to get advice from because they bring such a calming presence to the room, even in tough situations. You want them around because they're going to make it easier and they're going to make it to a point to where even when people hear hard feedback, they're going to want to take it and they're going to want to grow because they feel believed in by the leader who's strong and outward focus. You want these people on your team because they make the team better, they make the team more unified, and they help the team to be more engaged all the way around because of their focus on people. That's when they're healthy though. Let's talk about the outward focus leader when they're unhealthy or out of balance. These are leaders who can often struggle when they're out of balance to get work done, to complete tasks and projects on time because they're so focused on other people, they miss the deadlines, they miss the projects, they can miss the details. These aren't detailed people, these are people people. They wanna be around people, they care about people more than the tasks. Even when they get the job done, even when they get the task done early or they complete the project on time, it may not be done to the highest quality if they're out of balance because they're gonna be so focused on relationships and people that they may miss the details and they may miss the quality and excellence that you're looking for. These leaders make great team leaders but they're at their best when they have a few very driven and focused people around them. When they have some inner drive people around them to keep them going, when they have some, some disciplined determination leaders around them to keep them going, they're going to function at their best. So you want them on your team, but you don't want to have too many leaders who are outward focused in the same department. You want to balance that. So just like the shape of a leader is that triangle that's in balance, uh, a next level leader is going to be in balance, but a next level team is going to be in balance. You want to balance your team with leaders. You want to balance your organization with leaders who are strong in inner drive, outward focus, and disciplined determination. These leaders are people focused and they need to be around people to be energized. Being around people energizes them. So let's talk about how do we speak their language. If you want to speak the language of the outward focused leader, you want to say things like this, hey, could you talk to them about, or hey, could you talk to that person and find out what's going on? Those, those phrases are going to energize them beyond belief. You know, you're going to want to stay away from foreign phrases like bottom line and just get it done. Those are going to disengage them. So if you're talking about the bottom line, or you have to tell them there's a project that just has to be done, frame it through the lens of people because if they can see how it's gonna positively affect people they care about, they're gonna get it done. But if you just talk about the bottom line or getting things done in a vacuum, you'll disengage the outward focus leader quick. If you wanna describe these leaders, you may hear them described this way, as empowering, as loving, as encouraging. And I have a ton of these leaders around me. I'm so grateful for them because as a leader who's strong in inner drive, my weakest part of the triangle is actually outward focus. And I love people. I have grown this so much in my life, but it's still not where I want it to be. It's still not where it needs to be for me to be the leader that I want to be. So I know to stay in balance, I have to surround myself with leaders who are strong and outward focused. Let me tell you about my friend, Stephen. Stephen is a leader who is probably stronger and outward focused than anybody I've ever met. Stephen's one of the most popular people in any room that you've ever walked into or will walk into. I actually think I'm pretty good with people. I can own most rooms, but I always joke, I can own almost any room unless Steven's in it. And if Steven's in it, he's gonna own that room above everybody else because there's something super magnetic about his personality. Everybody loves him and most people 
feel like they've known him for years and they're his best friend, even if they just met him five minutes ago. He's not only super popular, he puts people at ease. He's great in those situations. Now, Steven is not always the best with details. He needs people around him who are gonna actually help him to pick those things up. And I've seen team members get frustrated with him because when they're at, at a big project or a big event, everything's not always ready. And he's still talking with people and having fun and building relationships. And you'll see some of the people around him going, hey man, we, we gotta go, like it's game time, it's, it's here. But Steven's been at his best when he's had people who could take care of those details and he's also had people who could keep driving him and reminding him, hey, we gotta stop. The only downside I've ever seen to Steven's leadership is that because he has such a need to, to, to feed on the energy of people, he has such a need to feed on the energy of people that oftentimes people will get frustrated as well because teammates can't get work done because he'll stay longer and talk longer than they have time to talk. And the hard part is they wanna talk to Steven. So it's important if you're a leader who's strong and outward focused or you have one on your team, Put people around them to help them with the details, put people around them to push them, but also help them to see that blind spot that people don't always want to talk and socialize as much as they may. Help them to see the blind spot and to know or have people who can see for them when it's time to stop talking, to stop spending time together and to just begin to get things done. I love Steven though, and uh, you really want some Stevens in your organization. I know that I do, because even with those downsides, even when they struggle, those leaders that were focused are massively important to your organization. So let's get to the last side, the right side of the triangle, discipline, determination. Leaders who are strong in discipline, determination, those are the leaders that I like to call doers. This leadership trait is all about the choices that we have to make as leaders. Actually, I love this side of the triangle because it's the only one that has little to do with what you were naturally born with other than a desire to make hard choices or a discipline to make hard choices. Each individual trait that comes with discipline determination, and we'll talk about those in a later episode, but each trait that comes with discipline determination is a choice that a leader can make. They're not easy choices, they're hard choices, but any leader can grow to be strong on this side of the triangle. There's no one who can't grow this to be a strength, it just takes resilience, it just takes time, and it takes a desire to grow. If you're thinking about a leader who is strong in discipline determination, these leaders are gonna be really organized, they're gonna be detail-oriented, um, they're gonna make great project managers, great HR specialists, they often make great consultants. They like to have a rule book, and they'll follow that rule book, they'll follow that plan, but they may not be the people who are gonna make the plan. These leaders can bring the discipline to a team that's gonna take it to the next level. And they have an incredible work ethic. If you want someone with a strong work ethic on your team, you're looking for someone with that disciplined determination because their work ethic is not just great for themselves, it's contagious to other people. And other leaders around the leader with disciplined determination, they're gonna work harder and they're gonna work better just because they're around that leader. These are the leaders who will do the little things that most people ignore. The things that most people ignore, they will excel at. And leaders who are strong in discipline and determination are often the glue that holds high functioning teams and high functioning organizations together. We can't function at the next level without leaders who are strong in discipline and determination. Now that's when they're healthy. Let's talk about a discipline and determination leader who's strong there naturally, but out of balance. If they're out of balance, the leader who's strong in discipline determination can actually become bland, they can become perfectionistic, they can become isolated. 
Uh, it's easy for them to function on their own so they can begin to work without people. And that will often offend people on the team as they begin to do things on their own and isolate. These leaders are best when they're surrounded by a few leaders who are strong and outward focused because outwardly focused leaders around them are gonna help them focus on the big picture because the big picture of leadership is always people. And as long as we keep our eyes on that big picture of leadership, which is people, we can make the impacts that God has put in us to make. If we lose that big picture of people, we're always gonna be in trouble. But when you're talking about the language of the leader who's strong in discipline and determination, how do you speak their language? Well, let me tell you some words that aren't gonna speak their language. Connect, relationships, and quit. Those words are not gonna speak their, their, their language because they're not as focused on people and there's no quit in the leader who is, is disciplined and who is determined. But words like efficiency and effectiveness and results, those are their love language. Those are like music to their ears. Leaders who are strong in discipline determination will often be described as resilient. They're generally self-aware and they love to learn. These are leaders who love to learn. They love to get better. They love to do anything they can to move the mission forward. When I think about discipline determination, I think about my friend Dave. Let me tell you about Dave. Dave is one of those guys that can literally do anything if he just decides to do it. All Dave has to do is decide. He's one decision away from greatness at any given moment. And I remember talking to some friends not too long ago, and they were talking about losing weight. We were talking about different ways you could lose weight. You know, you can count calories, or you can count macros, or you can do certain workout plans. Everybody had a different opinion. And Dave pipes up and just says, losing weight's easy. You eat less and you start losing weight. And everybody just looked at him like he was crazy. And, and he literally, he looked at us, he said, I think I'm going to start losing weight. And then like four months later, he had dropped 50 pounds. And if you talk to Dave's wife, she'll say, that's Dave. All he has to do is decide. And once something is decided, once he's made that decision, nothing is going to stop him. Actually, you know, Dave is a great friend. Dave helps me with a lot of things. And one of the things he's helping me with right now is to build a workbench in my garage. And that sounds probably super cool. It's not as cool as it sounds though, because I'm actually not that handy. And this is really going to tell on me, the workbench isn't for me. The workbench that I'm building is actually for my wife because she does crafts and hobbies. She builds furniture. She does all this stuff. So she actually has more manly tools than I do. But I wanted to build this workbench for her and I needed Dave's help. And as I started talking to Dave, Dave decided what he could do. And here's what I've learned about Dave. And here's what I've learned about every leader with discipline and determination. If they're a leader who's strong in discipline and determination, there's nothing that they can't do with a little help from Google, a little help from YouTube, right? And, and just a little bit of help from a challenge from their friends. They can look up anything and make it happen. So we're working on this workbench and, and what it's gonna look like. And before we even got started, he had looked at how to build a workbench that would attach to the wall, that would actually fold down, that had casters on it. You could take it off the wall, you could move it. It's like incredible, but it's so detailed. I couldn't build it if I tried without him. But more than that, Dave is a planner. He's that disciplined determination guy. So he brought out blueprints of exactly how to build it, what it's going to take to build it. And I love people around me like Dave. I love my friend Dave because I'm better when I have people who are disciplined and determined around me. And your organization is going to be better with leaders like Dave. So do you have enough leaders like Dave around you? How are you helping them to be healthy and balanced? Are you a leader like Dave or do you need a leader like Dave around you to balance you? 
because the shape of a leader, they got that inner drive at the bottom, outward focus on the left, discipline, determination on the right. And remember, the triangle is not just the shape of a leader. The triangle is the shape of a next level leader. The triangle is also the shape of a next level organization. We have to be balanced in all three traits if we want to be great. So there you have it. The shape of a leader is a triangle. Where do you fall in that triangle? Where are you strong? Where are you weak? Where do you need to develop? What about your team? What about your organization, your company, your church? If you want to go to the next level, you need to keep in mind the triangle. I am really strong naturally in inner drive. I have become much stronger and highly developed discipline determination. But I know that while I'm developing and I'm doing my best to develop at loving people, seeing the big picture of people, but you're going to find me with people around me who are going to help me to see people all the time and to never get so focused on the goal that I miss people because I know I'm out of balance there. So where are you out of balance and who can you ask to come alongside of you who's going to help balance you out? Where's your team out of balance? Because when you find where your team's out of balance, you find the type of leader who you need to hire next because balance is one of the most important things that you can bring to your team if you want to grow to the next level. So where does your team need that balance? The shape of a leader, the shape of a next level organization is the triangle. Who's around you? Who's in those spots? Where do you need to grow? Where does your team need to grow? And where can you find balance? Next episode, we're going to be talking about conflict and actually how to deal with conflict, how to manage conflict. This is one of the biggest issues that I've seen in organizations across the country. Leaders don't like to deal with conflict because no one likes to deal with conflict. Conflict isn't easy. So most of the time, we let conflict grow way greater than it needs to. So next episode, episode three, we're going to talk about how to deal with the cancer of conflict. Because conflict doesn't go away when you leave it alone. It grows and it does more damage. So we're going to talk about how we can deal with conflict in a way that brings health and healing and wholeness and forward momentum to our organizations. That episode is going to be great. And I can't wait to walk through it with you. I think that's going to be a game changer for you and your organization. I know it has been for me learning to deal with conflict. But before we get there, uh, before we get to episode three, if episode two, if today has been encouraging for you in any way, if it's added value to you in any way at all, I want to ask you if you would go to where you listen to your podcast or YouTube, where you watch your podcast, if you would go and rate and review, if you would rate this podcast, leave a review, that actually helps us to get it into uh, into the AirPods and into the into the devices of more people who need it. So that would be hugely appreciated. Your ratings, your reviews matter. And while you're there, subscribe. Subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. We're going to drop episodes of this podcast on the first and third Thursdays of every single month. So keep your eyes peeled. They're going to keep coming. In two weeks, we're going to talk about how to deal with conflict. And it's going to be incredible. I can't wait till the next episode. I'm so grateful for your support. But remember, in the meantime, until next episode, you don't have to stay second average. Together, we can grow to the next level. I'll see you next episode.